Hey guys, audio levels were a bit funky at the start of this episode, so it might sound a bit off, but it gets better about five minutes in. At least we hope it does. Enjoy! See ya! Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Giovanna, Giovanna. That's my new greeting for that's part not, five. That's not anything. Are you sure? You just said Giovanna twice. Yeah, that's something, right? No. That can be a thing. That's not a thing. I want it to be a thing I am now. Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is Jojo's World, our Jojo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where we are recapping and discussing episode by episode Jojo's Bizarre Adventure part five, Vento Oreo. We've done all the other parts. So far. May as well do this one. I, I guess. <laughs> it seems Fuck like, it, let's do it. Seems like a good point of a show, right? Yeah. And today, we watched the third episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Vento Oreo, which is the 116th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole. Covering chapters 448 through to all but the last three pages. Of uh, chapter 451 of the manga. These are some high fucking numbers, Liam. A lot of chapters of manga written by Hirohiko Araki. Drawn to, I guess, with assistance. A true mastermind of the modern age. Alright. Yeah. Hey, Liam. Hey, Nick. Did you know? I did. Oh. Oh, no. Well, this episode, Liam... (laughs) That was nothing. This episode is brought to you and everyone else. Oh. Bye. 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 The wonderful patron. Patron. Ian Gregory. Ian Gregory. Ian Gregory. Man, two first names. Shit, you're right. I don't trust people with two first names. <laughs> I wonder if he must get really but sick. But of course we do trust Ian Gregory, I mean, patron. I, without a doubt, but I... Mm, there's a layer of which it's like, now... There's also a layer to which none of our patrons can be trusted. Exactly, right? I mean, I have never heard any of our patrons say, Why, yes, I am 100% trustworthy, and you can Why, definitely... yes, I will keep this lighter lit for you, Liam and Nick. <laughs> hey, do you guys need some money? Well, I can invest it if you send me some first. Gangster. I'm a prince. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Or should I say Gregory? One of the two. Ian. But I like this episode aired on October 20, 2018. Spooky. Alarmingly close to present day. The month of ghosts. Because of Dia de los Muertos? Is that what this is all about? No. Because of Halloween? I don't think that's in October. What? Dia de los Muertos? I think that's like November. I thought it was in October. Well, it's time to our patented JoJo's World fact check Here we with go. your host, Liam S. Smith. Hi, I'm Liam S. Smith, and welcome to Fact Check, where we're just the facts, and you can go fact yourself. Liam, none of these things are true in any respect. Also, when have we ever fact checked things? Would it kill, would it kill you to yes and me, Nick? Yes. And? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you. November 2nd. Damn it! There you go. I am completely wrong. And I was slightly wrong. <laughs> you said November. That's close enough to November. So, Nick. Yes. Episode 3 of Vento Oreo features characters and <laughs> events. 
Does it feature characters? Holy shit. That Giorno Giovanni is a character, I tell you that much. And I tell you what, the big man who's actually a bed? Ooh. I, I want to talk about the big bed man, but let's save okay. until we get to Okay, alright. Let's wait until we start talking about Spirited Away. Do you have any overarching opinions on this episode? On the episode as a whole or as, of Big Bed Man? On the episode as a whole. Um, well, not a whole lot really happened. No, kind it's of a like, slow burn. It's a very pun set not up intended. One. Yeah. Uh, you... I said not intended. Yeah, but subconsciously, subconsciously you were like, oh, you know what we could make here? A pun. About fire. Burning. And lighting. S- slowly. The, the as burn. it's known to do. Mm, from a lighter. Hate when I'm chasing a, a lit stream of gunpowder and the, the slow burn is just slightly too fast for me and it's running towards a big stick of dynamite, but I had to stop it or the mine's going to blow up. When was the last time this happened to you, Liam? Oh, Tuesday, oh, 1985. Man. Who was this weird people setting these elaborate traps up for you? The Wet Bandits. The Wet they, Bandits. They'd have enough of Kevin McAllister getting one over them and they're like, we're going to set some traps of our own. We've got dynamite. Yeehaw. Ironic, given that the trap is about fire and they're called the wet bandits. They're also called the sticky bandits. But explosions are the opposite of sticky. So, Nick. Yes. The episode. Three. It was pretty good. The gangster behind the wall. Sure. There was a gangster behind the wall. Almost like Hannibal Lecter's wall. The wall of a prison. Hey. I don't think Hannibal Lecter was a gangster. You don't know that. He could be a really incredible gangster. Of a one-man gang. The Hannibal uh, Lecter gang. Like, just like Kazuma Kiryu. A yeah. one-man gang. God, we're never going to stop talking about Yakuza, are we? Smash cut to sunlight. There's soccer being played by youths. Youths? They're just there. And Giorno and Bruno are like, we're teaming up. We're going we're gonna to stop the drug trade once and for all. Yeah, the more I've thought about it, the more it is a little bit dumb. So there's this great bit mm-hmm. where... Uh, Giorno's like, I'm taking over this city. And then it's close up on Bruno's eye and it has like a almost Union Jack-like colour overlay. Yeah, I was wondering and about that. he's just that. like, what? Why, why is it a Union Jack style thing? Is it just because it looks cool? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. fair enough. So Giorno's all like, to defeat the gangsters, I must become the gangsters. It's the classic uh-huh. tale of youth. And then he and Bruno sit with their, uh, their backs against the railing and look out over scenic Naples. Ah, Naples. Truly, the loveliest place for a gangster. The what? The loveliest place (laughs) for a gangster to be. Sure. Uh, Giorno talks about being a gangster again. Everyone's super into it. And then a football hits Bruno in the back. And all the kids are like, oh no, we just hit that scary man with our football. But he just football back at them. He's a nice young man. Yeah. Secretly, deep down, he's not a gangster. He's a gangster. He's a gangster of love. Ah. Aren't we all... (laughs) Are you a gangster of love, Liam? No. Well, I'll die alone. I you, and you'll like it. <laughs> you'll pay me money to do it, let me tell you. I, I'll just tell them that I couldn't find Luca's attacker and it'll be fine. Anyway, then I'll, then I'll conveniently introduce you to the gang and uh, you'll join. But if they find out about you, Giorno Giovanna, I'll hang you out to dry before I can spit. Now, this doesn't sound like a great plan <laughs> on multiple levels. He says, traitors can't be saved and you'll have to deal with your own failure. Mm. And then he starts talking about gold a lot. Yeah, there's... Okay, so I feel like if we ever describe anything on this show ever again, Mm -hmm. it needs to have golden before Mm. it. 
So Bruno says, I'll wager on your golden dream and honourable golden resolve that it took to rip your own arm off. Mm, it's a good golden description. Yeah, you know? it's a real golden description for a real golden program. A golden program. Cut to the OP, fighting gold. <laughs> Etc. Sure. Yeah. Any new observances, Nick? Um, the sculpture at the start. Mm-hmm. So it's like an Italian sculpture... Most likely. In the style of the Roman sculptures, inspiring the physicality of Jonathan Joestar well, and Dio thing. Brando. I was thinking maybe it's actually a real sculpture that's just been drawn in. I mean, it's possible. It's very likely, I feel, that someone somewhere was like, what if we just took a sculpture and just drew it with chains? So many chains. Liam, the chains. Um, when we saw a photo, uh, the segment where the pink-haired girl lies in the darkness and looks up at the sky, yes. you were like, oh, I must think I might know who she is. I and I'm, I'm curious to hear what your dumb theory is. Okay, hear me out here. She looks pretty young, but what if she's Jorno's mother? Because the only female characters we've we really have had... seen Jorno's mother. Have we? Yeah. Who's Jorno's mum? Some Japanese lady with brown hair. Oh, fuck, we have, haven't we? <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, it's In true. The, the two episodes of this show that we've watched. She was in half of them. <laughs> That's right, she was a terrible mother. Yeah. Uh. She wanted to go out clubbing and Haruno stayed home and didn't even cry because there would be no value mm. to it. Okay, new theory. What if she's the head of the gang? Oh. Yeah. What if it's like, she deep down is like, I resent crime. I hate everything. But, but I know, must control it, or it will get out of control. Exactly, just it's all like, a numbers game. Just like the the scourge of Northrend. The scourge of Northrend. Yeah. What was that? You need a, a a witch king to keep the scourge in check. God fucking. You know, from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, from popular MMO Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Man, wow was a good time. I actually kind of want to play Lord of the Rings online every now and then. Is that real? Yeah, but it's not good. Oh. Oh, okay, that's a shame. I mean, it's fine, but it's just aged. It's old. Yeah. It's old. It's WoW-style combat. It's old. Um, mm. and, and it's old. But does it have good Lord of the Rings references? Yeah. Like, Melo. What'd you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> you want to take this down to the Minds of Moria, punk? The answer was friend. Ah. No, you have to say friend in... Yeah, is, is it that's what or... you just said. Yeah, but no, but you can't just speak say... friend and enter. Yeah, but you can't just say friend. Yeah, but can you, you just did. Yeah, but you can't just say that's the what... answer. Is and that's why friend? I said, "What did you call me?" Because you said it. Oh, that was the actual. Question. And now I've explained it, so it's much funnier. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, in conclusion, uh, the Hobbit movies were misguided, but the barrel chase sequence was fun. I did as not was enjoy all that. of the singing in the first one. The singing was rad. It's a it's an Italian day. It's a gl- have an Italian day. Have an Italian. Have you seen Have an Italian? Yep. Fateful Findings by Neil Breen. No. It's that movie that's like what if he's the guy who makes movies who is like what if Tommy Wiseau was bad at making movies? Oh Jesus. Christ. Um, that's the one where he's hacking all the government secrets and se- and corporate secrets for the whole movie, but you can clearly tell he's just sitting in front of three off laptops. <laughs> okay. Um, and great. Anyway, point of that is in the childhood flashback at the start of that where he finds a magical rock, mm. the girl is like, it's a magical day. So that reminded me of that. Oh, dear. Then at the end, after he's unveiled all the secret government and corporate secrets, all the banking people and government people kill themselves in public. The, but why? There's just like a montage of people being like, I and other insurance companies have misled you. 
Awkward pause, awkward pause, awkward pause. Lift gun to head. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I highly recommend watching, and this is me speaking to you, the listener, Liam Facts with Liam. Ba-ba-bow. Go on YouTube and watch like the 45 minute highlight reel of that movie. It's funny. What's the movie? Fateful Findings. Fateful Findings. By Neil Breen. It sounds like it, his name is like a cheese. He looks voice. like a man of wax. So, okay. <laughs> okay, sure. After the OP, there's a seagull and Bruno is like, our organisation looks after all of the, the industries in Naples. Nice. So it's, they're basically Yakuza. Yeah. You gotta pay protection to get... To function. Protection. Nice. And if you don't, then maybe you'll find out you do need protection after all. But isn't that a catch-22? I don't think so. I have to pay... Weird energy in the room today. Look, it's really... I just want to put that out there. I I think I'm bringing it, but (laughs) weird energy. It's really muggy today. And it's like 29 degrees. I don't like it. (laughs) And it's raining. Not right now, but most of the time today. It was raining, yeah. Our organisation is called Passione. Now... It means passion. No one would have guessed that. But it's not the boss's name. This isn't like the Tojo clan or the (gasps) Dojima family. What? No one knows the boss's name, in fact. Oh. Could it be Maria? I don't know what that is. Like the lady? My theory. My theory that the lady is the head of this. But why would her name be Maria? Because Maria is a lady's name. And she is also a lady. Ergo, her name must be Maria. Precisely, Liam. I was in a pantomime in 2012. Scratch that, I directed it. Oh. uh, Called The Sound of Murder, which was about uh, the sound of music, but mobsters. Uh, Yep. So obviously there was a a prominent mobster figure called Maria in that. There you go. See? It all comes back to place. I'm putting my fingers interlocking together in a it all comes together motion. And you know why I'm doing that, Liam? Because it all comes together. Like a house of a fire candles. Like a house on fire. It all comes together. <laughs> no one knows the boss's name. True, both in this and in Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Hey. I thought her name was Maria. And most of us haven't even seen him. We just get our orders from the Carpos. Okay, now I, I needed to ask this. Ah, uh, now, ask a question. So... A capo yep. on a guitar is, ah. is the little thing that sits right before where the fret is. So the string sounds mm-hmm. like X many frets up. And so you don't have to hold your finger down to get the same high sounds. But a capo in a gangster mob. Now I knew this and I've just fact checked myself uh-huh. uh, and pulled up a, a mafia org chart. <laughs> But, I'm uh, sorry? But uh, I knew this from playing the Godfather Black Hand edition on the Nintendo ah, Wii. Very nice. Which was a Grand Theft Auto style video game that was much better than it had any right to be. <laughs> was that the one with Marlon Brando in the hospital? I mean, it was the Godfather, so yeah. Yeah, but it was like his last role before he died. And so they went to him in the hospital. You mean the, the movie The Godfather? No, 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 no. Like, in that game, The Godfather... They got Marlon Brando back. I don't know, and also I don't think so. Okay, (laughs) alright. Never mind. But I could be wrong. I don't think the timelines on that match up, though. (laughs) Okay. So, when did Marlon Brando die? Did he die before or after video games were a thing? Do you want me to fact check that? Facts with Liam! Bow, 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 bow. You've just answered your own question. Marlon Brando Jr. was an actor who died in July 1st, 2004. Ah, so probably before the Wii. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a tad. Yeah. 
Um, the good bit in that was one of the weapons you could have was the Sicilian candlestick, which was a lit two by four, and you would just pull it out already on fire from your suit pocket. For a second, when you said lit, I thought you meant figuratively. It's like, man, it was a fucking lit two by four. It was. You would hold it at people's knees and they would catch on fire. <laughs> just but be like... yes, so this mafia org chart. Uh-huh. You have your associates at the bottom. Okay. Which would be people like what Jorno is soon to become. Gotcha. So like, yeah, your grunts and your thugs. Yeah. And your money getters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then your soldiers, which would be people like Bruno Bucciarati, who lead okay. their own associates. Gotcha. So people like, uh, who have some people below them, but are not necessarily in charge of that much. Yeah. Okay. And like, maybe they have some turf, but also they're pretty low in the, mm. in the zone. Low rank. Then you have your, your capo regime or capo de Sina. Ooh. Usually shortened to just a capo. They're, they're all sort of the heads of... Um, of the soldiers. Yep. Yep. They lead okay. the soldiers. Yep. Yep. And they, they all sit under... There's, there's multiple of those. Okay. But they all sit under a singular underboss. 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 Who is, you might guess, directly under the boss. Oh. So is the underboss the second... And then, command? of course, over the boss is the big boss. <laughs> Who has surpassed her. Hmm. No one ever talks about how stupid that name is. What? Big Boss? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, ever since Metal Gear Solid 3, like, at least once a game, someone recaps, like, and he surpassed the boss. So they called him Big Boss. And no one's ever like, but that's fucking stupid. Yeah, well, he surpassed Boss, didn't he? He gets to pick his own name. Uh, and the boss is, uh, is advised by a consigliere. Ooh. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong. But isn't that someone in a cafe who takes you to your table? Or am I thinking of a very different concierge? I think you're thinking of a maitre d'. Am I thinking of a maitre d'? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. A concierge is someone who works at the front of a hotel. Gotcha. And is like, hello, sir. I'm Tim Curry in Home Alone 2. Oh, I know who a concierge is now. Uh, or like that guy in The Shining who's all like, hello. And in conclusion, in the Yakuza series, uh, you have your soldiers, your standard Yakuza. Uh Then you have your captain, who is the second head of the family. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then you have the head of your family, uh, the patriarch. But then that family probably sits within a larger family, which then sits within itself within the Tojo clan. Gotcha. Question. Is there an underboss in the Tojo clan? There are advisors. That's no mafia, though, is it? That's not a mob. That's more of well, a... Well, technically, I suppose the underboss would be the captain of the head family. So then who is above the captain of the head family? The patriarch. The patriarch? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. Or the chairman, I suppose. Ah, uh, the chairman of the Tojo clan. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Yakuza <laughs> Even much though longer. we basically are. <laughs> Running that baseball team, it's going really well. <laughs> Man, you were really levelling those guys. Anyway, so... He was like, we get our orders from the Carpos. Our Carpo lives behind this wall. Look, it's the prison. The, the, but, what? The prison? But no one can be in a prison and run a mob. He, he, he was convicted of, quote, a certain crime and is serving a 15 year sentence. Now, I got a theory about what that crime might be. Vampirism. Do tell. So. Is it because he just looks like a big monster man? Yes, it's exactly that. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) He could leave whenever he wants, but he has no reason to. To join the gang, Giorno, you've got to be interviewed by him and pass. It's basically like any other job interview, he says. 
Just, you know, go to a prison, get interviewed by a weird, creepy giant man. Be given a very arbitrary task, which might devolve into a life and death battle. And then, uh, you know, uh, just do a little technical query. Then you're a made man, Giorno. (laughs) Just see how you go with that shit. But Bruno, says Giorno. What about stands? You have one. Do other mobsters have one? How did you get yours? And Bruno says, you'll see. You'd think, you'd think if Bruno has a vested interest in in this going well for Giorno, just give him some information. Nah, nah, he'll see. (laughs) You'll see. You'll all see, Giorno. Now we know. He goes into the prison and the prison guards there are like, time to put your stuff in this tray and let us pat you down. It's just like any other airport security interview. They all have guns, much like how Araki noticed that the Italian police officers carried guns and swords. Ah, of course, of course, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's forbidden from uh, taking anything in, uh-huh. from touching the, gl- the bulletproof glass that Polpo lives behind, and taking anything at back out. These are some odd requests that are completely reasonable and justified. Feels pretty standard for a prison. Yeah. If only Giorno had brought a wedding cake that he could smuggle something in or out with. <laughs> just I meant birthday cake. What okay. <laughs> just roll in a wedding cake and be all like, happy no, birthday. No, well, Bruno jumps out of the cake, obviously. Yeah. But the cake is unmolested by the, the act of him jumping out of it because zip, he zip. uses zips. Oh, that's it. Comes out of the sweet caramel void inside the cake. Mm. Anyway. Man, that'd be an amazing birthday party to go to, where it's like, guys, I jumped out of this wedding cake, but Dig it's in. fine. So, um, he walks into this, like, darkened green room with a lot of ornately carved faces on the walls. Just like an ordinary Italian prison. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's good for morale and ref- reformation. Yeah. To see art. Of people screaming. <laughs> in a prison. From behind a glass wall. And then a light comes on on the other side of the, um, the glass box. Uh-huh. Pretty unremarkable room. We get some close-ups of the prison toilet. We get some close-ups of the big yellow bed. Uh, this is somewhat more comfortable than I would have thought mm, for a mm. prison place. But still, relatively normal were it not for the ac- the absence of the prisoner. Why? Where's the prisoner, Liam? And this voice, it's got, he's got one of those double voices. A double voice? You know, where it's got like the one voice and then like the second monstery voice underneath it. Oh, like a pitch-shifted kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, ooh, at the same time it's... Yeah, you, you. Okay, we're gonna say was, we're gonna say hello, Jorno, and I'll do regular, and you do deep. Three, okay. two, two, one. Hello, Jorno. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. yeah, and the voice is like, "You boy, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> Why it's Christmas Day, Polpo? Have you bought me a gift, boy? Your left arm is it injured? And then the bed looms up and just turns into like a fucking One Piece character. Okay, so so we got to talk about this guy's physicality. Yeah, yeah, so he's a big fat lad. Yep. Like I said, I think he very much reminds me of a One Piece character uh, mm-hmm. designed by Akira Oda, who just wandered out of his own manga into <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five, Vento Oreo. Eric, he's like, hey, buddy, um, you want to design a mob boss for me? I'm just thinking of a mob boss. I don't know what to do. It's like, bro, I'll just make him a huge, disgusting monstrosity. <laughs> Go big or go home. That's what I say, Araki. Okay. What about this? What have you created? He's got this massive pointy nose. He's got black... The whites of his eyes are black. The blacks of his eyes are green. (laughs) And the greens of his eyes are devoid of emotion. His outfit is all yellow and... Big yellow bodysuit. Yeah. His hair is actually just a bunch of nails. It's like a sort of skull cap thing, I thought. Like a hat. Yeah. With, like, weird plugs on it. Yeah. But where's his hair? 
does he even have hair? No one knows. He's wearing this weird nail No cap. one's ever seen Polpo's hair. Some say it's made of purest gold. Others say he's bald. <laughs> and even more say he killed him. And uh, he's got, like, no chin, big fat neck, like the kingpin. Yeah. He reminds me of that witch from Spirited Away. Ah, yes. Who gets turned into, like, this A senile witch. Yeah, for her true form. Or also the witch from uh, Howl's Moving Castle, who I think Ah. a similar thing happens to. Yeah, yeah, probably. (laughs) Don't be a witch in a Ghibli movie. Yeah, turns out being an arsehole in a Ghibli film, not a good thing. His name is Polpo... Uh, which means octopus in Italian. More food, I guess. Octopus. Fucking hell. His hobbies are eating and mm. collecting art. Collecting art? Mm. That doesn't really explain the like um, the collection of objects we see in his little locker later. But okay, sure. So he's there and he's like, I'm a big guy. What's up with your hand? Your hand hurt? You've got... Red marks on the palms of your uh, your left hand, as if to indicate you wouldn't have hold, held your bag with your right hand because it was injured. Certainly, you couldn't just be left-handed. I think you've got the arms the wrong way around. Surely, it doesn't matter. Wasn't his left arm injured? Sure, why not? I don't care. I win again. <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, you're quite perceptive. Good work, Mister Fat Man." Mm-hmm. Quite quite uh, impressive of you to spot that while you were disguised as a bed for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, does that ever come up? No. Again? Okay, great. All right. <laughs> so it's just a Ghibli thing, or it's just just a One Piece thing, or just a JoJo thing, just a JoJo's thing. You know. Yep. Don't think it through. He's just a boss man. He opens up his secret wall fridge, and he's like, "I admire your ability to be so reckless by hurting your arm. Would you like some wine? This Chianti pairs so nicely with Scarmosa cheese." And JoJo's like, "That's fucking Chianti, weird. Chianti. I don't know." Uh, But the people said The the guards said that I I weren't to accept anything from you And he's like They're all on the take, dear boy Oh, look look at all this shit I have in my prison cell Bars, secret compartment opens Full of like grenades and shit There's like a violin and a soccer ball there Mm -hmm. There's some art the only downside of my living in here is that I can't go to the Sistine Chapel and admire Michelangelo's artwork. <laughs> I collect art, you see. <laughs> Jojo muses to himself, man, it must be really comfy living in this prison cell. Why? He must be safer in the cell than outdoors. Particularly given his wide frame and inability to walk. How apparently. did he get through the door? <laughs> yeah, this is a question I was asking as well. It's like, man, big guy, how did he get in here? But a, lot of, what if, a lot of shoving. But what if he grew this size from his opulence? Ah, his indolence. Ah. What if they built the prison around him? Whoa. What if the prison doesn't really exist? Ah, ghost it's all, prison. It's all right here. Ah, the real... Nick is tapping his temple. Mm. The real prison is your mind and the matrix. <laughs> you can't escape the system. So he's like, let's do the interview. Let me just bite my fingers off quickly. A cuckoo clock goes off. Juno gets distracted. He looks back. The fingers are fine. It's all just very normal stuff. That's weird. I thought I saw him bite his fucking fingers off, but they're right there. Now he's holding a lighter for some reason. That's probably nothing. (laughs) He takes a long sip of his wine. Ah, very good wine, this one. Yes. 
I'll have you know, this job interview's only just started, you little shit. Yes, what you think is the most important thing when choosing someone to join your crime organisation. Is it the talent of the people that you hire, Lord? Well, what are your talents, young boy? Um, I'm, I'm really lithe. Well, he pickpocketed all that shit from the oh, guard right. who was patting him down. He's just like, got all these wallets. Woof. And the guy's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. I'm so amused by your audacity. Now dance for me, Can children. you do anything else? And he sticks his ear in his head. I just love that's a thing. Like, I would love if, uh, like, in the final battle, it's like the pivotal moment is, I'm going to hit your ear with my instant kill attack, Jorno. No, no, it'll be like, yes, my shrieking banshee shall destroy you from the inside out. It's like, you fool, it only broke one of my ears. Ah. But you'll see the other one is still intact Safely inside Safely inside me. my head. How does this solve the predicament? Unclear. <laughs> no, what's important is being able to trust someone in a crime organisation. Mm, that does make a lot of sense. So, you wouldn't want someone running around with a gun, shooting up all the civilians, mm. and then being like, it was, it was my boss. It wasn't me. Yeah, exactly. You don't want that. Who was shooting up the town side? Me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was me. It was I. Twas I who done it. But um, he makes a meta. He picks some cracker out of his teeth and uses it as a metaphor. Didn't look like a cracker at all. No, but okay. Just like a big booger. Yeah. You see, the Fuller, the seventeenth-century theologian, said. He's my friend who speaks well of me behind my back. So I need to be able to trust you, Jorno. Mm, mm. Take this lighter, keep it lit for 24 hours, and don't let it go out or else. Keep it safe. Keep it secret, keep it safe. Exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gandalf would be proud of us for all these Lord of the Rings Yeah, references. Gandalf lurches out of the, um, the back of the prison cell and is like, keep it secret, keep it safe. And then he just explodes. And then he blows smoke ships from the, the lighter's smoke. <laughs> Just a whole lot of random pipe trickery. I wish I was a wizard. Don't, well, I mean, there's a lot of training involved. Are you sure you can? No, get he through? was born that way. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No. Yeah. No. He, yeah. He became yeah. a wizard, didn't he? No. Oh. He's like like a god from the other world. Oh, no, you're right. True. Was he ever young? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh. I would love to be a Gandalf the White, though, because it's like, if you're Gandalf the Grey, you're like, I'm probably going to die, and then it's like, Ugh. But if you're have Gandalf to the go White, through great trials and be reborn. Yeah, but if you're like Gandalf the White, it's, it's like... It's a smooth sailing from here on out. It's like, I'm all powerful, I got a magic bad. ring. Exactly. You can still smoke a pipe if you want, but... but you don't. You're yeah. better than that now. You've got a white staff, not like a stick. I like the stick. Mm. I like the big hat, too. I mean, big hat is good, but when you have long, flowing hair... If you do this task for me, you're trustworthy. But if you suck, you're untrustworthy and I can't let you join. Hey, Liam. Yeah? Um, would you describe either of us as sucky in nature? This feels like a trick. <laughs> I'm just gauging your trustworthiness, that's all. I feel like I'm trustworthy. But do you suck? Well, I have been holding this lighter for the past three days. You know, I feel like you don't suck as much as I thought. <laughs> He's leaving the place, he's got the lighter, and he's like, I've got to keep this lighter lit. Surely Polpo has bribed the guards to let me take the lighter out. All right. Surely. Alright, boy, frick... Frick test? Frisk him down. Frisk him down. He's like, wait, what? But, what? How will I join Giovanna? And he's like really suspiciously clutching his hand behind his waist. How will I get out of this predicament? Well, it's clear how he's going to get out of it. He's just got to swallow the lighter. Ah. Much like that guy from Barky. Keep it hidden in his mouth and no one will ever be able to see it. 
All right, now uh, we frisk you down. You're free to go. <laughs> They've all got their guns at the ready. And they're like, did you accept anything from the prisoner? No, of course I didn't. I'm going to have to just hold this lighter in my hand, burning myself real bad and hope it doesn't go out. And he's just like... Holds his hand up above his head. Yeah, she's risking him and he's like... Fist suspiciously clenched. This is fine. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to have third degree burns by the end of this, but it'll be absolutely 100% yep. okay. So I really don't like the way the, the guard talks to him now. <laughs> because she's like, the frisk is complete. You're free to go. Grabs wrist, but please open your hand first. You know that it's against the law to accept things from him, right? Let me build some dramatic tension here. Come on, the meta demands it. The audience is watching and they can't live on normal procedure. He opens his hand and there's a beautiful flower in there. And she's like, well, I guess a flower is okay. I mean, to be fair, what can a flower possibly do? Scopolamine. Boom. I don't know what that is. It's, uh, there are these flowers in Brazil, I think, uh, that... They're like low-hanging flowers. They come like upside down. They're all white. And inside of them is like the small dust that you can manufacture. Uh, inside them is the small dust you can manufacture. Mm -hmm. Good work. That uh, basically wipes your memory, puts you in a more agreeable mood. So like a hypnosis thing. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it really fucks you up. Like cool. if you have like a little bit, there's a good chance you'll just like get fucking dementia or something. Awesome. It's like the most dangerous shit I've ever seen. I'm like, hmm. Mm, never, never try that shit. Yeah, but what's it taste like? Well, that is the question. <laughs> there was like a vice documentary. But the thing is, it. it's one of the most delicious substances <laughs> on earth. Oh no, it's the new breed of cattle. What? It's like scopola cow. I don't think this is anything. I can try, damn it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he walks out and the fire that he turned the lighter into the flower burns through the flower. D yep, okay. <laughs> Technically yep. true. Sure. Just a weird idea of, like, I turned that fire into the inside of the flower. And it took a little while to burn its way out. Mm. Ah, the perfect crime. No, Smuggling. Not even remotely, but okay. And all I had to do was get myself burnt real bad. He should have stuffed it mm. in his ear. That is a good idea. If he can fit an ear in there, why not anything? <laughs> so he's walking home and, like, he's holding his hand out to protect it from the wind. And some... I guess he lives on, like, a campus or something. Because he was going back to his dorm, yeah. and there are some lads there who were like, Hey, Giorno, take a picture of our human pyramid. The camera's set up right over there. No. Oh, and then we hear them collapse as the scene keeps moving. And it's like the great shot of all their shocked oh. faces These poor in. boys. Why didn't they bring someone with them to set up their, their camera? These poor stupid boys. Because this is Italy. Everyone's generous. There's a man, an old man, who's like... Hey, Sonny, can you help me take these buckets up these stairs? No. Now, this man... This this is an important man. I want to say that in the colorized manga version of uh, this manga... Uh-huh. This man wearing a cap and overalls was in the Mario colors. If you can find an image of this, then I'll believe you. Also, out of curiosity, what are you using to search for him on Google? Um, JJBA Mario Vento Oreo... <laughs> Here we go. The meme, I can't believe they killed Mario. <laughs> oh my god. Now you know the rest of the story. Ridiculous. Ah uh, yeah, so Jordan's like, no, I'm not going to help you. I'm going to go up these stairs. The man is like, <gasps> such disrespect to me, an old Italian man. Respect your elders, young Giorno Giovanni. He goes into his dorm room. 
sticks the lighter in some bread, as you do, and, like, puts all his crap around it to well, guard it from the wind. Well, first thing he does is sigh, and it almost blows the fucking thing out. Ah, uh, yes, his hubris was almost his undoing. Yeah, he's just like, ah, oh, oh no. Now I'll just lock my window to prevent a sudden gust of wind from blowing. <gasps> Gads, someone's opening my door. But who could it be? Why, it's young Koichi. What? Why is he entering? I hear Koichi steals. <laughs> Now, hang on. Why is Koichi coming into someone else's dorm room, which apparently he knows the address of, uninvited? Hmm. That doesn't sound very... Fetching. How intriguing this Koichi character becomes. Yeah, this, this heel turn he's taken. The, he's become the real fucking bad boy of the anime. Uh, Koichi it? is coming to the place looking for his passport. Oh, that seems justified yeah, then. It's, it was stolen from him. Yeah. And we see that Giorno has snuck out the window he just locked. And he's like, what? It's that man. He's like grappled against the um the drain pipe. The porch. Nope. The the uh the balcony. Mm. The window sill. Yeah, sure. Close enough. My pa- his passport is in my top drawer, but that's right next to where the fire is. <laughs> and he's obviously gonna blow it out because he'll think he'll set the whole place on fire. Of course. It is just in bread. <laughs> Oh, of course. That bread looks really tasty. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking, man, we can go for some fucking bread. Animated bread is always delicious looking. And the all anime food. I don't think we've talked about this yet. All anime food. Surely we must have when we went and got Italian food. I don't think we... I think we said we went and got Italian food. But like all We were sated. That's right. Like all... I was about to say all Italian food. All anime food just looks amazing. If it's ramen, it's amazing. It's like... So wet. So, so, if it's like meat, you're like, ooh, such succulent. So wet. <laughs> so wet. If it's like spaghetti, ooh, so, so wet. wet. Just, oh, I just oh. love a good bit of wet food because I'm a cat. And I love a good bit of wet toast, you know what I'm saying? Jono hatches a cunning gambit. So he looks it, up above it, where the fire is. He punches the electrical cabling and turns the lamp in the ceiling into a snake. Ah. A perfect crime. I thought he was going to turn it into a beehive and scare Koichi ah. out. Because it goes oh, all like... He should have, what he should have done mm-hmm. is he should have turned it into a coconut and that coconut would fall on Koichi's head and give him amnesia. Hey! It would be the perfect joke. Well, no, because he's got a lot of hair now. That's true. So it would have just landed his Probably head. Like, a natural hey. helmet. Mm, exactly. He's ready for any situation. What is hair but the body's helmet? <laughs> is it... Nick... Uh, is, is, it, is it the the is it fashion? I've heard of having helmet hair, but this is ridiculous. Anyway, the snake comes and gets the bread, and Jono is like, "The bread is tasty." Mm. But then the fire burned the snake, and the snake dropped the fire. Oh no! That bad. Koichi finds his passport, and it's like it's lightly on fire, but it's fine. Uh, oh Why no! Why is it lightly on fire? Not 100% clear, because it was in the drawer. And it wasn't even near where the fire fell. <laughs> and yet the passport is on fire. Just lightly. Yeah. Just like slightly singed mm. on the edge. Yeah. And then he's holding the bread roll, but the, the lighter isn't in it, in it anymore. And he's like, huh, I could have sworn there was a lit lighter in this bread. A very normal sight. Hmm. I mean, normal enough that you would observe, hmm. Weird that it's not there anymore. Jorno mm. is rushing downstairs with it in his hands and his, and for the first of many times, he's like, I, Jorno Giovanna, have a dream. Now, okay, the more we think about his dream, the dumber it is. Take over the drug trade to destroy the drug trade. Yeah. 
I mean, it makes sense in theory. It makes perfect sense in theory. But at the same time, as he was walking down those steps, I was like, just seems like, just seems kind of... Like a lot of effort. Like, kind of a little bit dumb, to be honest. I need to protect this fire to do my dream. Good thing I got it away from Koichi. Now nothing will go wrong. And then alas, one thing go very wrong. Big old gust of water hits him. Uh, and it douses the flame. And old man Mario is like, oh, sorry, did I get you wet? It was just a light mist. We've both done good things in our daily lives, or you'd be more wet. Oh, man. What? Just just the concept of like, oh, shit, did I throw it onto you? You know, I could have thrown it on you more. (laughs) So really... So really, I've done the ethically good thing here. I guess we're both good people when it comes down to it, eh, gangstar? <laughs> the fire is out, Giorno is despondent. Will Polpo let me try again? Probably not. So the old man is like, oh, did that did that lighter go out? You know, we can probably just turn it back on, right? Yeah, see, the gas is still flowing, you just need to spark it. So Giorno is like, what? What are you talking about, old man? Surely it couldn't be that easy. The old man takes it from him and is like, of course it is. Chink. Fire. Fire. Like, huge gust of fire. And then it goes back to being normal. Yeah. Yeah, normal the fire. Gu- the guy is like, I did it. I'm a good person. And Jono was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then Jono sees. He sees what is unmistakably a stand. <gasps> a stand in I like JoJo's. this stand's design. Uh, it looks like, and it, like, it's dressed like a Renaissance Italian noble. Yep, yep. And then it looks like a robot. I was going to say it looks like a staple remover. Speak on that. Like, its head as like one of those... It's got one of those big Muppet mouths. Yeah, like a big Muppet mouth, but it's got the edges on it that look like a staple remover that you get from, like, Officeworks or something. Uh, Maybe that's its power. Ooh, it's the most removal of stands. The words came out and I went, that's not the right word. (laughs) We're having a bit of that today. We are. It's it's got a great sort of attitude to it as well, where it's like, hey, you want to live or die? Nah, none of that. Here we go. So it says, you relit the lighter. I'll give you one more chance. There are two paths before you. And it has like a pulpo-y voice. Um, Hello there. You can live and become a chosen one or die. And then it grabs the the old man's soul and (laughs) opens its mouth and the arrow comes out. I have many questions already. Uh, The arrow pierces the old man in the forehead. He dies. When it is removed, he is unharmed but otherwise dead. Nice. But he's very dead. Yep. He's very fucking dead. They killed Mario. They killed Mario. Hashtag meme. Um, <laughs> and the guy leaps at Giorno being like, you also saw the lighter being relit. Gonna stab you now. And Giorno's like, oh, gasp. To be continued. Oh my God. So, so many questions. So many questions. But before we get to those questions, Nick, what yeah. is your highlight for this episode? Uh, Koichi. Cool. Yep. Just him just coming in, mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. knowing his address. Weird. But I just love that he's there being like, well, I mean, he did take my stuff. So I'll take so I'll all take, of his stuff. No, I'll just take my stuff back. <laughs> like, it's mine. That's fair. Like, that's fair. But just the justification of it, I can see this spiraling downwards very mm. quickly. Your highlight? My highlight is when Snake burns Cell. <laughs> Is it just for the snake's face? That poor snake. Oh, he tries it well. Really? It's an extension. The bread was so tasty and he wanted it so much. <laughs> you know how snakes love to eat bread? When they coiled in satisfaction. Mm. Oh. What about lowlights, Liam? I think my lowlight is Polpo eating his own fingies for no reason. 
Well, he had to establish dominance, you see. But also, did he do that? Well, in the animal kingdom... That doesn't... The the biggest and most suicidal are the ones that come out on top. It's not really a factor going forward, and I don't really understand it, other than it's just to be like, this guy's... This guy's got me scared to death! Hope he doesn't see right through me! That's Giorno. I think that's... I think that's the intent, William. She's like, man, was I a fool in school for cutting Jim? (laughs) My low light would just have to be the sudden nature of... Sploosh. Oh, no, it's out. Classic, um, bait and switch. Yeah. What is it? Diabolus ex machina? Is that what they call it? Sure. The devil in the machine. Where it's like, it goes bad because just out of nowhere, there's just, yep. And the devil shows up and ruins everything. Yeah. Although I do like that there was the little bit of, like, oh... You know, we've both done actions today and actions have consequences. (laughs) It's true, we have both done actions today. (laughs) And it's like, man, you know, I'm sure this would have been so much easier if you'd helped me before, you know? Like, we needed help with those buckets. Guess I had to empty it out all by myself. But Uh, you do do good things in your day-to-day. Yeah, but it's just, it's so, like... Passive-aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So, Nick, Mario is dead. Giorno Giovanna is being grappled at by a mysterious Italian stand. Mm-hmm. Koichi's got his passport back. Yep. Good for him. Yep. What do you think is going to happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Vento Oreo, in the episode entitled, Joining the Gang? Ooh. Well, that implies it probably went well. So Part 5 is allowed to continue. Or is it about the act of trying to join the gang? Join the gang. Oh, yeah, you're right. So what if he doesn't join the game? What if, what, yeah, what if this whole thing was a big bait and switch and then he goes back to Mario with Koichi? <laughs> I mean, that would be weird, but amazing. Uh, okay, well, I reckon... So this stand feels like it's like an automaton kind of thing. Sure. Like, a, like an automatic stand. Mm. Like, um, we know those. Yeah, like... What's... Sheer heart attack. Exactly, yeah. Nick was doing, like, spider hand crab motions. Like a kind of hand. Mm. Uh, well, okay. So that thing, obviously, Koichi's had some... Experience Fun. with these kinds of uh, these kind of stands. He before. knows the deal. Yeah, he knows it. He knows it through and through. So maybe Koichi will just show up and be all like, "Hey, stop being an idiot. Let me help you because I don't want you dead. I just want my passport back, which I have. So, bye. but also my things would be nice. Yeah, who'd you sell them to? So maybe it'll be like a little bargaining thing. It's like, look, I can't help you unless you help me. Ah, mm. so yeah, Koichi will come down, help mm-hmm. him out, and then. He'll be all like, yeah, so I needed to keep this flame relit, but it went out. And now that dude is following me, he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't become a gangster. Ah. <laughs> or something to that effect. Maybe he's trying to get him to come home or something. I don't know. But I definitely think Koichi's going to show up and that's all that matters to okay. me. Um, what of the arrow? What's going on there? Okay. I have some questions regarding this fucking arrow. Yeah. So the Italian mobster that got married to the lady. What? <laughs> the, the lady that is... Giovanni, the the, the mum of uh, uh, Giorno Giovanni. Giorno Giovanni. Giorno Giovanni's mum. Right? Giovanna. Yeah, Giovanna, right? Yeah. Giorno Giovanna's mum. Yeah. She's from Japan. Yeah. What if she is somehow linked to something in Mario, but then the Italian mobster guy... Wasn't a mobster. Was just an Italian guy. Got... A hold of the arrow. Or do you mean the one that whose life Jorno saved? Uh, no, I mean Jorno's dad. dad. He's not a, not a mobster. He's not a mobster? He's just an Italian jerk. Which is why he was afraid of the mobsters mm. when the, the one was like, stop beating your son. Hmm. 
Well, maybe he needed to, like, pay off the mob and gave him an arrow. And then they didn't realise the power it contained. So they killed him anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It feels like there's some connection to the arrow came here via your mum or something. Okay. Or maybe someone from Morrow went on an Italian field trip. I don't know. Or maybe there's multiple arrows. Ooh, we know Ooh. there is. Oh, do we? Yeah, because they were, they were two in Diamond is Unbreakable. Fuck. All right. Well, then there's just another arrow there. There <laughs> you go. That's explained that one. Yep. Uh, yeah, they just found an arrow. We're like, it started giving us these cool powers and we started giving each other stands. Uh, and we recruited only those that were strong enough for the gang. Ah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So how will, having, having failed the light test, how will Jorno join the gang, if at all? Um, I reckon, like most things in JoJo, he'll punch his way through. Ah. I respect your moxie in beating up my lighter stand. Welcome aboard. Either that, he'll just punch the because lighter. what you can do is important, but trust is more important. But more important than trust is power. Yeah, but is this a power that a mob boss can teach me? Anyway, um, <laughs> I think that brings us about to the end. About to the end of our episode. Yeah. Hereabouts now, funk soul brother. <laughs> Man, this poor. We are pulling out these references so poorly today. So muggy. So, to be concluded, um, yeah. patreon.com slash Jojo as well. Get ready for the big Jojo March Madness draft. Holy shit, I'm excited. If you haven't sent in those picks, send them in. You mean names? If you haven't sent in those names, send them in. And other things that we do. Mystery Twins Detective Agency is coming back this weekend. Listen out to that. Gamecloud.net.au is where I write things occasionally about video games. And rate and review us on the good services. Until next time. To To be be continued. continued.